I'm Tom Paolino. I'm here on Staten Island, the fifth borough, and I'm an actor, and I teach, and I write, and my purpose is to live life joyfully. It is so comforting to know that our energy survives us. In today's interview, we're going to be talking with Tom Paolino. This is part two of a two-part series here. He is an amazing actor, writer, producer, and teacher. Last time we were talking about following your bliss. In today's conversation, we're going to be getting a little bit more philosophical, and we're going to be talking about how to be a hero. I'm so excited that you are here. Welcome. We were talking in our last conversation about the quarantine, about the pandemic that we're in right now, about how technology can reach across time and space, frankly. I'm not even kidding you. Much of my show is about reaching across to other parts of the world I don't know when you yourself are listening to this particular broadcast, but I do know that Joseph Campbell is awesome. <laughs> Last time that Tom and I were talking, we were talking about Joseph Campbell, the power of myth. We're talking about imagination, creativity. Tom, what were you saying in our last conversation? Catch people up a little bit and let's continue the conversation. I was saying that Joseph Campbell's uh, great teachings include the uh, message of follow your bliss. Um, you know, when I was six years old, I did a commercial for Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus. And wow. I remember when my grandmother, who was my best friend as a child, um, was telling our neighbor Molly about how I had memorized my lines for the commercial. And I remember the strawberries on the counter and the droplets of water like diamonds glistening on those strawberries at that moment that she was telling her friend about me. Now, this is a moment of bliss. It's when time slows down and uh, sports, they call it of the zone or in meditation, they talk about, you know, being in flow. Um, the, the juicy sweetness of life is in the bliss of each of us. And last time we were talking, I was sharing with you about another bliss that I have, which is teaching. And as I was talking about teaching, I started to get goose pimples. Goose pimples or goosebumps are, or goose flesh is a great um, piece of evidence that, that your bliss is, is activated. These are clues from the universe. And of course, the fear is that, well, you can't make a living doing the thing that you that brings you the most joy and that's not what joseph campbell says what joseph campbell says is when a person follows their bliss support comes where you would not expect it because at that moment you are in sync with yourself you're in alignment with the universe's purpose for your life 
And so all of a sudden, so-and-so comes along and says, oh, you know, I know a guy who knows a guy and why don't you talk to them? And, and, um, and the universe is supporting, it's in support of what you're doing. Why? Because it's the best thing for the highest number of people. And the universe is in its essence love. And so when you're in a place of maximum service, things flow, you're in the zone and everybody benefits. Yes. Yes. And, and in time, and in time, sometimes very quickly, sometimes slowly, but it always materializes if you work for it. And that is money. So I believe in persistence. I believe in following one's bliss. Um, this is also sometimes referred to as the definition, my favorite definition of luck, which is when preparation meets opportunity. Um, so all of these You're things. Absolutely are right. I'm glad you mentioned that because I think a lot of people have trouble with the term abundance, that whole idea. When you give, we were talking last time in conversation here about the more you give, the more you receive. And it comes in different forms. We all have different skills from the dawn of mankind. If I'm making baskets and you're fishing, let's trade. It's a trade of goods and services. That's what abundance is. You're not being evil for asking for money, for something that makes you happy. It is one of the people that I've been working with for a couple of years. We often talk about the fact that it's okay to have fun while you are making money. I mean, a comedian, hello, <laughs> they're laughing on stage. Just because they look like they're having fun, it's still a job, it is what they're doing. An actor, whatever it may be, you don't look at Taylor Swift and say, oh, she just likes to sing, <laughs> it makes her happy. Of course. You know, so I, I think that abundance is huge. And I think that's really important right now. In the but to get back to Joseph Campbell, I just, I love this book so much. And you guys, just to explain, once again, to remind you guys, I'm in California. This book is on a shelf next to me right here during the interview in our last conversation. Tom just happened to mention Joseph Campbell. Joseph Campbell is no longer on this earth. But his words and his energy still are. He is meant to be here in this conversation with us. He is here. He is here. And so many people that came before us are. Yeah. And I think that uh, Joseph Campbell's talking about heroes a lot, the hero's journey, the we are all heroes. You know, those, those kids in China that you teach through the internet, you are their hero. <laughs> you are. It's just amazing. And I think everything we put out here matters. It really does. Um, I think that people, one of the things we were talking about in our prior conversation was our preconceived ideas about what things mean meditation, prayer, love, fear, greed versus ambition. There's nothing wrong with being ambitious. 
if you channel it from a place of good intention. And everybody doesn't necessarily think that way. I think it's our responsibility to use our voices and to reach out and connect with people who do think in similar ways and reach out and be a good example, be a hero to somebody who doesn't even realize it. You know, um, last time you mentioned something about the Buddha, you were mentioning a story and I want to show you another book. Are you ready? I'm ready. This book is right next to me. Ah, <laughs> the parallel teachings of Jesus and Buddha. Wow. Beautiful. I love this I've book. Seen that book. That's terrific. It's really amazing. It's really cool. Sometimes on my podcast, I will read some of the stories in here and some of the quotes comparing them. You know, there are so many different stories and analogies to Buddha walking on water, for instance. Oh. Obviously, Jesus and walking on water. Um, it's interesting because I found this book at our Catholic church at the book sale at a carnival a couple of years ago now. But I was going through the time with my podcast, for instance, a lot of people were hmm, asking questions about meditation, about there's this idea some people really are in a strong opinion that meditation, that Buddha teachings are from some negative place. Mm. And I remember actually when my husband and I got married, the priest that was marrying us, we had a little quote that we wanted to read. It was a Native American quote that we read during our vows. The priest was horrified. He actually said, Tom, <laughs> he said, next thing you know, we'll have Buddha in the church. So I think yeah. it's so interesting. What do you think the difference? And I know you're Italian. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure Jesus has come up in conversation in your life. Mm -hmm. How do you explain how the two both are okay? What lives in our, I think about what lives in our heart. I, I mean, I think, you know, love lives in our heart. I think the, the, Anger and, and fear live in our mind. But our heart, I think, is pure love. Mm -hmm. So Jesus, Buddha, um, people that I know walking the earth right now, there are expressions, higher level expressions of love. And so they're, they're just more in our heart than something like bitterness or a, a, you know, a fearful person in, in any industry. So, so I think what matters most is, is what works, actually. If something works, to, if something resonates with you, whether it be Buddha or Jesus or positive affirmations or Judaism, I don't think it really matters the only thing that matters is if it brings peace to your heart. Yeah. If it, if it increases your capacity to be a light to the world. I mean, whether it was Jesus or Buddha, they all basically talk about the same thing as being a light to the world. And, 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 and there are, it's not, I think it's, it's, it's hard to do, but simple to 
conceptualize. And, and, and basically, you're talking about service. Mm-hmm. That a life worth living is a life that is grounded, fundamentally grounded in service. The real question is, how do you uh, increase your capacity to, to give, to be of service? I think that's the real issue. And, and, and great spiritual teachers provide tools, methods, mechanisms, techniques, ways to increase your capacity to serve humanity, whether it be meditation or prayer. I don't think it really matters what it is, but if it increases your capacity to give, it will resonate, and then you know you're onto something. Yes, yes. That's what I was just referring to as far as abundance. It's the same thing as a teacher, as any kind of guide. You need to consume nutrition, obviously food, for your body to function. You need to consume other teachings and insights. And you need to monetary items as well. Like anybody like, you know, the greatest spiritual teachers and writers of any time their gifts, they wouldn't be able to provide their gifts to us unless they were taken care of in some way. Like Ram Dass, Marianne Williamson, they need places to live and they need to sell their books and they need to do their thing. And they need to, that is the way they're going to increase their capacity to give, like you're saying. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that I always look for in a spiritual teacher is someone who has a mentor of their own. So the spiritual path is, a, is an ongoing process, right? It doesn't end. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's for real is, is continuing their spiritual growth, which is to say they are in the process of learning. And typically that means they're, they have a teacher, someone that they... Um, work with on an ongoing basis. So um, there are, there are certain things you can look for. Right. Right. That's beautiful. Um, There's just so much that you can get overwhelmed. I think that is one of the reasons that is the reason why I started being out here more in the public eye, because I'm a meditation teacher. I'm also a religion teacher of second and third graders at our Catholic church. So for me, Kundalini light and energy is the Holy Spirit. That's in all the paintings, the halo on angels. It's all the same to me. And so I do meld it all together as it works for me. And I communicate it in such a way that it makes sense to my kids. I have teen kids. They were the ones that first encouraged me years ago to start a YouTube channel because we couldn't find anyone who could explain on YouTube how chakra energy worked. We couldn't find anyone that really resonated with us. There are tons of people out there and they're all beautiful. And I encourage anyone who's a teacher to keep using your voice, even if you think it's already been said before. Keep saying it over and over because the way you explain it is going to be different than someone else. And also the ears that are hearing you are at a different place in their lives than they were a year before. I could be saying the exact same thing and maybe it doesn't impact someone the same. 
if they heard it two years ago. Mm. So it's all a, a constant flow of change. And um, I just, I just um, think that everybody is a teacher in mm -hmm. some capacity. I mean, the big, the big thing that comes up as I listen to you is the, the, the idea that each person has something to offer. Mm -hmm. You know, um, many, so many of us grow up to, to hear that, oh, uh, don't, don't talk, you talk too much. Mm -hmm. That's something I heard. Or, Me you too. Know, <laughs> you, you, what, the, the, any number of things that, 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 that for the most part, well-meaning people, they're, they're out of love trying to protect you. Uh, they don't want you to, you know, get hurt, et cetera. But, but a child's brain oftentimes isn't developed to the point where they can, in counseling, we talk, we, the phrase is functional thought, so that, so that you can internalize it or personalize it in such a way that you misinterpret and, and, and make meaning that is really damaging over the long term, which is to say, when you're told you talk too much, you're, you, you, the meaning you, I make out of that is, I don't have anything to say. Mm -hmm which is a very serious thing because if you carry that around, what you have to offer gets hidden. And that's not what the universe wants. You know, the universe wants you to be a sharing being because it's an expanding, and we talked about this last time, it's an, it's an inherently expanding place. The universe is always expanding, Absolutely. including sharing the things that you were born to offer and have to offer. Yeah. And know that, know that you have things to offer. Believe and know that you have things to offer that no one else has to offer. I mean, I remember, uh, and I'll wrap up with this, any, and anyone who tells you that you're... Um, uh, crazy to think that what you have to offer is special. You, you know, that, that's, I mean, what I want to say is, you know, run the other way, you know, because that, that's the kind of thing that doesn't help. Well, I think it's a certain sense of confidence that you need to find in your own abilities and yourself too, because sometimes those people are close family members that you may need to know they love you. They just see you different than what you are really trying to put out there. Like I said, I mean, it comes, it comes from love most of the time. I mean, I think there are very few truly malicious people in the world. And for the most part, it comes from love and, and right. you can trust that. Well, bef before I let you go, I just had one little area that I wanted to talk about as far as the quarantine goes. And as far as what we're talking about right here as well, I think the number one thing we can acknowledge in ourselves, in the world around us, we've been talking about this the whole time, it's a constant state of changing and evolution and expansion, like you just said. But it's really important to pay attention to when you say something, when you act or behave in a certain way, when you have a certain belief system, it's okay to change your mind. I think a lot of our suffering comes from hanging on to false beliefs and we think that it weakens us for changing those beliefs. Mm -hmm. Whole beliefs, core values. Sometimes you can change your mind 
maybe a certain way you thought the world should be, you've learned, you know what? I think those other people might've been right. Maybe I need to hop a shift a little bit. And mm -hmm. it doesn't mean you were being hypocritical five years ago, 10 years ago, whatever that may be, when you were really strong in that position, doesn't mean you were being a hypocrite. It's okay to evolve mm -hmm. and allow yourself that freedom mm -hmm. to change. Yeah. You know, um, when I got divorced, someone said, congratulations. And I thought, that's an interesting response. <laughs> you know? Definitely. I mean, curiosity, children, one, you know, who has natural wonder that, 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 can, that can get crusted over as we grow older. But, but curiosity about, yeah, maybe this isn't working anymore. Or the, the, the guiding question that I like to ask is, does this serve me? You know, because sometimes something will serve for a period of time and then not serve you any longer. And then the curiosity comes into play and the wonderment of uh, maybe um, it has changed. And, and then, of course, humility that there is a power greater, certainly, I believe, than myself. And sometimes that power, you know, changes the winds and... Uh, like John Lennon said, you know, life is what happens while you're making other plans. If, if the universe changes the direction of things, the humility becomes really, really important. Say, okay, I will go with it, you know, go with the flow instead of against it. Uh, that can be hugely helpful. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so very much, Tom. Thank you so much for hanging out with us here on the show. My pleasure. Anything you wanted to say in conclusion, that right there was just really, I hope helps people shift. I think, I think the only thing I would say is, is have, have some fun. You know, if something is fun, it's usually where your bliss is. Awesome. And you're having fun <laughs> acting. What's going on with acting, by the way, where you are now, how do you do auditions and such in our current state of, affairs mm -hmm. yeah well my manager just sent me an audition for ncis so i have that to look forward to uh i have another audition for a film that's shooting in pittsburgh so i've been pretty busy um keeping my chops sharp with um zoom actually i'm in two different groups which uses zoom to to read plays so oh nice um, and if you're on speaker view, it's really kind of a self-editing tool. It, it, it switches from this actor reading this part to then the other person reading that part. And it, it's, it's been amazing. I've, I've read, I think, four, five, six plays with groups of actors since I got here in March 17th. But auditions, you're able to do auditions using the technology. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I have a, a daily practice. I read 15 minutes aloud every day to keep my cold reading skills sharp. And I have a whole system that I do. Very cool. Thank you so much for spending your time here. I really, really appreciate it. I know even though we're all at home spending time in our quarantine or self-isolation, time is precious and I really appreciate yours. Thank yeah, my you. pleasure. Thank you. Right. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Wow, I hope you had fun tuning into the show today. 
What a fun conversation. I'm so grateful that Tom spent some time with us here. I'm so grateful for you. Go be a hero today. That is your homework. And go ahead and keep coming back to the show if you like. I'm Maria. Strong Body, Strong Soul is the name of the show. If you'd like to subscribe, share, comment, we're happy to get back to you. Be a hero today and keep washing your hands. Talk to you soon.